Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of Tom Hanks movies Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank Jamie, we begin this week with a, a letter Oh, good Yes Oh, yes I mean, you love letters. I yep, love letters. Yep. Is it an apology letter? No, sorry. Oh. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Thought it was going to be a fun old bit. <laughs> no, but a fun new bit. <laughs> new Bits uh, Al, as we know you. Of course, New Bits Al, as, <laughs> as I would like to be known. It's New Bits Al and uh, Real Man Al are my two uh, <laughs> nicknames. When we, Whereas uh, I'm just Small Boy Bitch. Boy. Of course, and when we have merch out, it, you can buy a Real Man Al <laughs> real t-shirt. Man Al. <laughs> uh, which will just be a picture of my face with a finger pointing out at you saying, uh, Real Man Al chooses you. <laughs> To, to, to real man stuff. Uh, okay, man. Let, let, let's get to this letter. Sure. So, because uh, we've become viral in the yes. last few weeks, yes, uh, um, I got a horrible infection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought you know we need to we need to do something uh, to kind of uh, push this podcast out even further. Yeah, we need to you know really take it to the next level. And so yeah. I got an agent. Okay, okay, good. I went out there and uh, I decided to get some representation. Okay, both uh, so they could try and you know get me some new career opportunities. Uh, sorry, us. Yes, some new career opportunities. <laughs> That's not, not just my agent, of course. Uh, it's uh, an agent for the podcast. Oh, good. And uh, me. They're representing both of us. Okay. Both the podcast. I mean, me. I haven't signed anything, but... Oh, I signed it for us. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, so, so you signed a contract which was with you, which was with your uh, yes. signature. And then you signed a podcast a podcast contract with the podcast signature. Yes. <laughs> signed Hanks Bank. Um, which is always good. Yep. But my agent suggested, and she said, look, this might make it a bit complicated, but if I have demands for the podcast, I need to lay them out at the beginning, okay? Okay, good. Um, so it's, it's a letter, uh, it's kind of co-signed by my agent, Lindsay, uh, and we're just, you know, we're just, just going to lay them out, and then we can, we can see how they go. So, okay. Dear Jamie. Hello. Things need to change. <laughs> I come every week and I begin the podcast with a lot of energy, and so, with that as my only leverage... I come with a few demands. <laughs> One. I would like a cup of tea made for me at the beginning of the show every week. This doesn't have to be made by you, but you need to provide the provision of a cup of tea. Okay. Um, I will say firstly on that demand, uh, given an announcement we are going to make later, yes. uh, that's going to become wildly more difficult. I mean, you know what? That's why Lindsay told me to set these out now. Okay. Two. I need... <sighs> It's hard to say. I love your laugh. It's a great laugh. But have you considered uh, adopting another one? You know, we, want, we need to get big, right? So we've got to change a few things up here. And I just, you know, as, as again, a ground staple of things that need to change, we're going to get rid of your laugh. We're going we're gonna to see some of your laughs. Look, if I've learned anything from Ricky Gervais, mm-hmm. a loud, annoying laugh, mostly at only your own jokes, is a formula for success. Um, we'll go for the third one, though. Okay. The third and final one. And this is Lindsay's really important one. Uh, as much as our podcast is built on a grounds of uh, 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 two opinionated people arguing, um, Lindsay suggested we change the format of a show a little bit to I put out an opinion. You go, that's a swell opinion, Al. Uh, how do you feel about these changes? Uh, well, do I have to say exactly that's a swell opinion or am I allowed to put a spin on it? Mm. Am I allowed to make it my own? You're allowed to improv a bit, but again, they must be proved by Lindsay, my agent. These aren't all coming, you know, she's also just out there working away with the both of us, trying to get us some uh, some ads, trying to trying to get us on the Graham Norton show, of course, to talk about a podcast. We could be on Colbert, apparently. <laughs> you know, we, we're not, we haven't broken in America yet, but we could break America uh, or North America. You know, it's uh, these are the things Lizzie has set out. So you know, just just a letter from her. She she told me to sign off to by saying uh, you are of course a very important part in the team. And should you have any demands you wish to bring to the table, uh, just send them across in a notarized form, and we will uh, have them considered. Okay, uh, I have um, two things to say yes. to uh, you and yes. Lindsay. Okay, thing number one. Mm-hmm. 
is I'll see you in fucking court, you cucks. (laughs) (laughs) And two is hello and welcome to Hank's Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Lockson and with me as always is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al Gillespie. Hello, Al Gillespie is back. That's right. And I had not realised we got that deep into the podcast. Yes, without doing that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's probably the latest, uh, the longest cold open we've had. Uh, How's your week for now? Um, you know what? Until recently, uneventful. I I got a haircut yesterday. That was what I thought was going to be the yeah. You uh, you have my week. You I'm have sure been like uh, and I I say this genuinely, not that I personally mm. believe it, but I am stating something that other people have actually said, and this is not something that you've personally said. But you have been compared to a young Leonardo DiCaprio. I'll I'll take it. I don't believe it. Um, Neither do I. But no, they're very nice for saying they, it. They are very kind, <laughs> and I will uh, pass that feedback on to my agent Lindsay. She can put up my poster. It Good, will be fantastic. Um, you you were referencing something there until very recently, uneventful Al. What 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 might what might you have been referencing? So, so what could you possibly have been referencing? Every, it might have been interesting to happen this, in both of our lives. This recently. is uh, we'll, we'll set up the context and then we'll we'll go into the specific event. Uh, about seven years ago, the first night <laughs> of Hanukkah. Which the first night of Hanukkah. And the first night, the day of Thanksgiving, fell on the same day. And this apparently was a once in 4,000 year event. It wouldn't happen for another 4,000 years because of the way the Jewish calendar works and also the way uh, that Thanksgiving works. It, it normally won't normally fall in a specific part. And because of that, a friend of ours, dear, dear Hannah, uh, suggested that we host a Thanksgiver event. Um, I wasn't at that event. Neither I don't think I. you were at that event. No. But the event has continued for seven years on. I've been to six other of these events. In the meantime, they've always been very lovely. Now, you live with Hannah. Yes. Across the road, because, again, part of the contract of doing this podcast was that we must live within, ooh, 500 metres of each other at all times. Oh, again, given something we're going to reveal later, you might be in breach of contract, <laughs> yeah. Alexander. Oh, we'll get to that. Stick around for a nice, fun, uh, big, big announcement sure. at the end of the show. So so we went across the street, and um, you know, other people have made stuff because of uh, my mum's birthday being very close. I hadn't booked... I hadn't been able to lock down coming, so I came empty-handed, but with a bottle of wine. Uh, we all sat down, we had some jollities. Hannah was in the kitchen cooking, all very lovely. And uh, at some point, Hannah comes out of the kitchen going, do we have a fire extinguisher? Which, which is always the best question you want to ask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you say no. No, no, because we don't. Yes. Um, I wasn't lying, yeah. uh, that was the we, truth. We thought it was uh, maybe a minor pyre fan, uh, fat, pan fire, sorry. And uh, she opens the door and flames leap out of the door. Yes. Uh, the way I remember it. Smoke starts pouring out. A bit, bit, bit of an exaggeration. But the, the, the oven was on fire. Uh, yes, the, the that oven was... definitely flames out of the door by the um, way. The, the, the oven was on fire. People uh, quickly evacuated. Yeah. I, uh, I heroically yeah. uh, acted uh, and soaked some towels, chucked yeah. them in the oven, put out the fire. I had pitched the idea. You and, had pitched the idea. And you ran idea. with it. And you know yes. what? I do I do need to say this because we all went outside were like, shit, a friend called the fire brigade because yeah. we told her to call the fire brigade. It turned out it'll be fine. She tried to cancel it, but the fire brigade came nonetheless in a really short amount of time. So once again, Big thanks out to the Lambeth, uh, to the Brixton uh, Fire Service. Even though this, this episode probably comes out after the election, please vote Labour so we continue to fund public services. Yeah, um, yeah please fund public services. Uh, they did fantastically. We decided to decamp for a bit to make sure you guys had some space. Yep. But I do need to say, yep. you reacted incredibly well under pressure. And I do want to say that, like, really, really fantastically, you were on it. You knew that there was not a fire extinguisher, which is a good first point for Matt. Yes. Knowing things about your flats. Um, yeah, so that definitely the, uh, the the near miss of your entire flat burning down. Was- Thank you, yes. Uh, we don't we don't know yet what uh, what the uh, status of the oven is. It may be lost uh, to, to the ether, but that's fine. Um, it was, it, yeah, I mean, yes, A, I was fantastic, you, you are fantastic. correct. Um, secondly, um, your your dear girlfriend, uh, Alyssa, yeah. uh, who, as we know, will be listening to this in 14 weeks' time, of course. Um, kept on going multiple times afterwards, well, Alyssa going to have a cool story for the podcast. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's not that cool. My, I mean, my house nearly burned down. But it didn't. But it didn't, so that's fun, I guess. Yeah. But I don't see it as that much of a, like, cool, fun story. Like, I'm fine talking about it on the podcast. But it's not like we're going to real, really, Jamie, this is going to go viral, this clip true. of us talking about my but oven it, being yeah. on fire. But then Tom Hanks came in with the fire brigade and was like, guys, I hear you almost burned the house down. Yes, Which, yeah, so, um, know, so that, that's been, uh, both of our weeks are very much dominated uh, by fire. Um, but there is fire no longer. And of course, 
we must discuss the human embodiment of the fire emoji. Our dear Tom Hanks. Yes. I, w- I was struggling for a try. Oh, I was I re- you know, I'm, I'm normally okay with my segues. That was a loose one at best, let's be honest. So, you may have seen this um, episode title and thought, what the hell's going on? I think I'm probably going to call it something like Reviewing the 90s. Well, we've done one of these episodes before, uh, just before Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But we slow things down a little bit. Yeah. We, we take stock. We have a look at our dear Lord Tom Hanks. We don't review one of his movies, we just talk about his career. So that's what we're doing today. Uh, We're not reviewing any of his specific movies, we're just going to be looking at the 90s. And when I say the 90s, I mean specifically 1993 to the year 2000, so not really the 90s at all. Uh, But we're going to be looking at um, everything we've uh, reviewed since we slowed it down last time. And we did that because we knew we were about to go into quite a monumentous run. Monumentous? Monumental. Which is a word. Are both words... Uh, monumental is definitely a word. Defining era. Uh, yes, both, defi- both, let's both go with that Monumental and monumentous are all both words, I think. Fantastic. I, I used two words that are both in the English Well done. Um, Who says that? Yes, a, a defining word. era of, uh, of Tom Hanks' career. So I want to slow it down before that, slow it down afterwards, yeah. and have a look uh, at just this incredible run yeah. of films. So we're going to be discussing... Um, just to run down those films, uh, Sleepers in Seattle, Fallen Angels, Philadelphia, The Streets of Philadelphia music video, uh, oh. Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, Toy Story, That Thing You Do, From Earth to the Moon, Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, Toy Story 2, Green Mile, Castaway. Yeah. Pr- pretty good run of films. Honestly. So, to give yeah. you guys, uh, we uh, have a spreadsheet that we yeah. do keep. Uh, well, I say we. we I keep. Um, I keep. Um, that tracks all the scores. Just to give you an idea, um, the averages over mm. this uh, time. For any new listeners, oh, oh wow, yeah. For any new listeners, should we tell them what we do on the show? What we do on this show? Sure. Uh, first of all, first of all, before we go really deep in on this, do you have? Let's both pick an episode from the nineties that we would recommend Ooh. new listeners listen to first, and then come back to this. Uh, you've got mail easily. Uh, easily, you've got mail. Yeah, you've got mail. It's great. Go listen to that one. It's a really good one. Um, right, because it's the only one that doesn't have just us shouting yes. at each other. <laughs> we also shout at my girlfriend. Yes, exactly. Um, Great. So, yeah, with that out of the way, you've come back, you've listened to that, you've gone, hey, I kind of like these guys. Maybe I want to listen to one of their looser episodes. This is like a late night episode, you know? We're, <laughs> we're, we're recording at 2 p.m. on a Sunday. Of course, very late <laughs> night. If the vibe is uh, what can happen, who knows? These two guys are bug wild. About um, to fuck. But of course. Uh, wait, Aliens. wait. Oh, what? Do I, you said last week you said you want me to try and describe it. Okay, yeah, you, go, for it. Sure. go for it. Okay. So, so of course, we have the show the chronology sure. we use Tom Hanks' entire yeah. MDB. We know that, but mm. it's not the whole concept no, of, of the show. Not. Of course not. Right. Last year, in 2018, two years into the Trump presidency, Boris Johnson was yet a glitter in the Conservative Party's eye. A glitter? A glistening glitter <laughs> in their eye. Like when you go to a strip club and some of the glitter gets stuck in your eye and you can't get it out, but it's not fully causing you blindness yet. I don't, I don't like the phrase... That you say to me, like when you go to a strip club. <laughs> strip club Jamie Jones, that's right. Like Everyone when one goes one to a goes, strip club. Yes. Well, you in the general sense, yeah. and also the very specific sense. Uh, Nary, is there a night out if where you, Jamie does not say, let's go to a strip club? Genuine question. Mm. Do you think you can guess yeah. numerically how many strip clubs I've been in my life? Strip clubs. Yes, I think I can. Yeah, what do you reckon it is? Zero. No. Ooh. Two. Two. Yes. Did you enjoy either of them? No. No, there we go. <laughs> one was in Spain, one was in Belgium. And that is all we'll learn about that. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some questions about that from yeah. my girlfriend if, when she listens to you, this. If uh, you want to know more about that, please write into French Forts. Yes, and, write into uh, French Forts and ask me about my stroke club experiences. They're actually kind of fun stories, not But places. we'll keep them for next time. But we'll, time. Keep, them. we'll keep them for, yeah. you know, the, the, keep pe- the, the people must demand yeah, my yeah, stories. Yeah, it's true. So if you, if you want to know about Jamie's stroke club stories, we'll uh, put a pull up on Twitter or something. Um, we will no, not do that. No, no we no. won't. <laughs> the year was 2018. Yes. Jamie right. and I were out walking through Piccadilly Circus, allegedly. I don't know where that is. Uh, yes, up, yes up you do. Regent Street. And uh, we saw a trampoline there in the middle of the street. And everyone was standing around it. It's rather suspicious. There's a trampoline there. Why is no one on it? Why is it in the middle of Regent Street? 
But you know who doesn't care? Two bouncy boys. That's right. We go up in there and we start bouncing. And we're bouncing together. And we're bouncing harder than any man and every any boy has ever bounced before. The people in the street are cheering for us. Lord, two demigods bouncing higher and higher and higher until, wait, we hover in midair. Everyone's like, well, I, I believe, I believe they, were all, they were all chanting yeah. Bouncy Boy oh, Brigade. Yeah. Bouncy Boy, boy Brigade. Brigade. Bouncy Boy Brigade. Brigade. And then Bouncy Boy Bro. <laughs> we're hovering in midair as a tractor beam has caused us. That's right. The trampoline was a trap laid out by the aliens. What aliens, you ask? Well, let's find out. We get sucked up into the spaceship. It's rather scary. And they start speaking, and right away, I can understand what they're saying. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I can speak swaggily, the language of the aliens. And the aliens say to us, look, we've got some weird political shit going on. We're from the United States of space, and recently, one of our member states has chosen to trigger Article... Uh, 66. 66. Uh... As uh, Flomotron 8's uh, resident small boy, bitch boy, uh, uh, David Ramon... Traven Tramon. Traven Tramon, The sorry. small boy, bitch boy leader of Flomotron 8, one of the planets in the United States, States of Space. Space. Apologies. How, uh, please, remind me how he uh, triggered Article 66. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember? He flexed. Yeah. He started, he, he, in a process called flex it. He flexed his guns and went, we out. Bitches. Yes! <laughs> yes, he flexed his gun, said we out, bitches, and started yeah. the process called Flexit. Boats! <laughs> yeah. Yes! I, I believe... <laughs> I believe... <laughs> I believe, Al, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly, that the way they voted was they all got in a circle. Yeah. And they all in one said... Bounce. Yeah, and that's, and that's how, how they hold votes. That's in, how the website works in Flomotron yeah, 8. Yeah. In 8, the, the democratic process is everyone gets in a circle and either says bounce or bing. Yeah. <laughs> everyone bounced and so they decided to leave They decided to bounce. But the process is taking a very long time. Yeah. So they've come to us and they want to know if Earth deserves to join the United States of space. There are, of course, many memberships, including free trade. Uh, membership benefits, including free trade and free movement between uh, other states. And we go, shit, aliens. And Jimmy goes, I don't speak this language, help. And uh, they go, here's the wee pin, and you put the pin in your ear. Now, that was a bold move, I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, I just straight away got a pin. Maybe you meant to put it on, I don't know, your lapel or something, but nope, you stuck it in. Stuck it in my brain immediately. Uh, and, and it was, it was a translation chip, and I yeah. could understand Swag Healy. Which is great. Yeah. And we went, we talked amongst ourselves for a brief second, and we went, you know what? We know who uh, Earth's human, greatest human. We know how to prove to you that we deserve to stay. And that is, of course, to show you the works of Tom Hanks, our greatest human being. Uh, and then I believe they uh, they uh, went, cool, uh, let's go, let's yeah. do it. Uh, and we quickly had a skim through IMDb and went, oh, we haven't heard of most of these, some of them might be shit. Yeah. Um, so we were like, give us a hot sec. Yeah. Give <laughs> us a little bit of time and then we'll tell you which of the Tom Hanks movies are worth watching. Yes. Uh, and they went, yeah, well, we've given them another extension for Flegs. It turns out they're not very good at organising this. Yeah. So, sure, yeah. you know what? Let's do that. And then just before they left, they said, by the way, if you don't join the United States of Space, we are blowing up your planet. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and we were like, ah, no pressure. We're totally qualified. Yeah. Um, and so, over the last... Goodness gracious, Alexander, I'm working it out. Nine months. Yeah. Nine months we have been going through Tom Hanks' career from He Knows You're Alone all the way through to Castaway. Someone could have had a baby in that time. People probably have had babies in that People probably conceived of since the first podcast and have given birth since then. Are you suggesting that... Not me. No, no, I, no. No, I, no, I, no, no you not su- pregnant. That's, no, that's, no. That's, that's, very importantly, none, neither of us have a baby. No, no, I was just going to... Do you think that people conceived... To the podcast yeah. was the key, yes. key thing. Okay. Of course. Okay. How I mean, else do people conceive? I mean, Al, I'm pretty narcissistic, and even I haven't fucked to the podcast. <laughs> well, no, you have to edit. Yet. Yet. So <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's have a look at uh, these films that from 1993 to 2000. Uh, so, for anyone who was wondering, uh, who doesn't remember... Our averages before this time, were. before uh, before these films, were, for me, uh, 2.3 out of 5 on the films, 3.4 out of 5 for Tom Hanks, and 3.1 out of 5 for the dick meter. 
For you, it was 2.6 for the films, 3.2 for Tom Hanks, and 3.3333333333333 recurring. For the Dick Meter. For the Dick Meter. Sure. So we were pretty close, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, those films aren't great. 2.3 and 2.6. However, over this 14-film stretch, and was there a TV? Yes, there was a TV show in there. Our averages for the films have gone up to... 3.8 and 4.3 respectively. 4.3, Alexander. Can I check? So these numbers, is that, are those averages just for during that 13 film stretch or is that the overall that's averages? Just, that's just for those uh, 14 film sure, stretches. Sure. Uh, so that's 3.8 for me, uh, 4.3 for you. Uh, I've rated Tom Hanks a four, an average of a 4.4, Alexander, over yeah. these 14 films. Uh, you have rated him a 3.9, and that dick meter has plummeted. Reminder that it was 3.0, uh, 3.1 for me and 3.3 for you. Uh, it's now gone down to 1.2 for me and 1.8 for you. Which is impressive because we both gave him a 7 and at least one thing. Yes, yeah. Uh, Not so, the same thing, but we gave no, him a 7. No, I gave, I gave him a 7 and you got mail. You gave him a 7 in the green mile. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are our highest ratings. The lowest ratings I gave uh, Fallen Angels a 1. Uh, you gave... Um, Fallen Angels a 2. You gave Fallen Angels a 2. Those are our lowest ratings. Otherwise... It's been a ridiculous run of film out, uh, films out. Like, I think we both sort of discussed this beforehand. This has got to be the most consistent, like, 10-year stretch of any actor. Like, it's insane. Like, Definitely o- in obviously, obviously in the, here we've got, like, the couple of things which are just, like, passion projects. So Fallen Angels, which he directed. That thing you do, which he directed. From Earth to the Moon, which was, like, a, a passion project documentary. Take those away. And Streets of Philadelphia, obviously the music video. Uh, take those away. You've got Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, Toy Story, Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, Toy Story 2, Green Mile, Castaway. Like, even the ones we didn't particularly like, like, I didn't hugely like Green Mile, I gave it 2.5. I still recognise that it's a pretty fucking, like, good film and well-made film. Yeah. He's on a ridiculous I, there. I'm, I yeah. still think a film like you... Uh, the Green Mile had that come out during our first run of films oh yeah probably we would have both liked a lot more yeah I think it's it's struggling by being compared to all the other incredible films in there Um, of those 14 projects we both put 7 of them in our Hanks Bank we'll get to we'll sort of sum up what our entire Hanks Banks are in a minute Mm -hmm. but one thing I really want to know about this era for Tom Hanks is he's not just playing a shitload of really good films he's playing really different characters yeah. Like he's not he's not found a niche and found what he's good at and is just pumping those out. Like there's two rom coms in here and Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. Fine, basically the same character in that, but compared to, Okay, fine, they're not basically the same character, but whatever. Sure. But they're both yeah. romantic leads, right? But like, both romantic leads. But then you've got uh Philadelphia, like gay man dying of AIDS, struggling through a, a legal case. Forrest Gump Whatever Forrest Gump is. Now that I'm a guy who has an unknown uh, mental bill. Yes. Uh, then you've got Astronaut. Then you've got two um, two voice performances in Woody. You've got him being a, a um, military general in, uh, in Saving Private Ryan. And then, yeah, you could probably tie the military general and the police officer in Green Mile pretty close mm. together. And then obviously Castaway is just whatever the fuck Castaway is. Like... He's not just flexing in a, I'm making a bunch of good movies. He's flexing in a, I can do whatever the fuck I want sure. and I'm going to be good in it. But at the same time, I do think that there's kind of uh, I think this pretends to be more most British, uh, like people who talk about films, but kind of the difference between like a leading man and a character actor, right? Where uh, in America, like a leading man is a, like a George Clooney, right? And a George Clooney, you always know he's George Clooney in every film and a character actor is someone who kind of, Dissolves into the role like a Margot Martindale. I can't remember what she's called. Margot Martindale? Yeah, she would be a character actor, right? Oh, like, well, yeah, you mean character actress Margot Martindale, yeah, yeah. the running joke so can, from Bojack Horseman. Yes, that's the only American one I could think of. Whereas the joke has always gone that British actors are just always character actors. That's just what they think is acting. It's, it's a very snobby British joke for American listeners. Ah, you know that we uh, laugh at your actors. Ha ha, ha ha. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting in this film that Hanks. Oh. Uh, we're going to take a break on Hank's Bank. We'll be right back. Hank's Bank. 
Uh, hello and welcome back to Hank's Bank. Uh, we had to take a short break there as uh, Al's girlfriend came through the door and tripped through the door as she came in. Uh, so we had to check that she was okay. Uh, she is. Um, it's yes. not the most dangerous thing that's happened to any of us in no, the last 24 again, hours. So. As, as uh, near-death experiences go, this one was on yeah, the last Yeah, yeah, no, you know, it doesn't crack the top five of the last 24 hours for exactly. me. Um, so we were talking about the 90s. Uh, fucking, yeah, Tom Hanks is great. Is that what we were saying? I think that's what we were saying. Yo, it was basically, what, I think what I was on was like talking about how I think Tom Hanks is a leading man. Like, I think yeah. undeniably, like, he's not the kind of actor who disappears in his performances. No. You, you always know it's Tom Hanks. And there's always a certain Tom Hanks quality which comes through in every performance, regardless of the character he's playing, dick or nice. There's, there's, there's still that, there's a, which I would argue is the dick meter, to some extent. Um, but even when he's nice, he still has an element of jerkness about him. Yeah, uh... My uh, flatmate made a very, very funny observation while watching Castaway, uh, because he'd watched both Castaway and Green Mile with me, uh, which was uh, Tom Hanks acts the exact same uh, when he's been stabbed in the leg as when he really needs to piss. <laughs> the pain he expresses in the Green Mile because he has a UTI, and the pain he expresses because he stabs his leg in Castaway. It's the same pain. When does he stab his leg in Castaway? Uh, uh, when he, um, uh, he's trying to escape, and then he gets thrown onto a rock. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, his legs yeah, get stabbed yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it gets all yeah, infected. That's fair enough. Um, but despite that, he does. There is a. I think as an actor, he brings a, a, a great degree of empathy to every character he plays. Like, he's not. Absolutely. It's never. He is always giving a, a very well rounded, full bodied performance, which just seems to be. There may be variations on a Hanks, but they are ones which feel lived in. They are really lovely observed performances that do feel unique despite the kind of the innate Tom Hanksness to each of them yeah um, um, obviously there's the unified theory of Hanks which yeah. we must uh, address it's why we're why we're looking at the dick meter uh, so for anyone who uh, hasn't been listening since all oh, about episode two or three yeah pretty much um, Al's theory was that before Tom Hanks became America's dad sure he played dicks uh-huh. and slowly over his career that started to fade away. Now, undeniably, yeah. we are seeing that track. Obviously, uh, I said those amounts earlier. If we take out both of those sevens, which I gave to You've Got Mail and you gave to uh, Green Mile, like the average for this is less than one for me and it's less than 1.5 for you, whereas up until now, his average was over three. Mm-hmm. So there's almost a very clear change here, like almost immediately yeah, into yeah. the 90s. He plays maybe sort of one or two, like, dickish characters. Well, and actually, even then, right, if you look at time-wise, they definitely start off, at least the way I'm ranking them, they, it starts quite high, 4-4, four, four, minus 2, with, um, that's, uh, Super Seattle, Fallen Angels, Philadelphia. He starts off a dick, and then in that middle period, I give him a lot of lower... Uh, numbers like a minus five in um, yeah to be fair the, 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 the minus five we both gave him in Forrest Gump is maybe skewing this average a little yeah, 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 bit definitely I mean obviously because we both gave him a seven which I think might be the highest dick meter we've given uh, across this entire it's, it's the highest number we have given to anything <laughs> if it's giving him sevens in uh, you've got mail and green mail mm-hmm. um, so yeah but very very um a, a, a decade of extremes, <laughs> one might say. Um, but yeah, uh, undeniably, there's been a huge, huge change in, in the 90s. I think there's two things to sort of put that down to. Firstly, for his early career, like, he kind of does just have this archetype. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, he's, it's more he's being put into those roles mm-hmm. because people think he can do them well, not necessarily. Yeah. Or they, it's what they've seen him do. Whereas as his star starts to rise here... He can play more, uh, he can choose more his roles, mm-hmm. uh, and therefore he doesn't necessarily have to, go, and he produces a lot of the stuff yeah. that he, uh, he does, so he doesn't necessarily have to go for that one specific type of person. But I also think there's something to be said for, as his star rises, you don't see that many films where the, the big star is a deeply unlikable person. Yeah, that's fair. Whereas not, in the eighties, when he's not a big star, and he's, he's and when it's a comedy, and especially when it's a when it's comedy, comedy, when it's much more comedy, comedy, yeah, eighties comedy, you do get, you do have main characters who may start off dicks but learn lessons. Yeah, across. exactly. Whereas as he moves more into the dramatic films that we see in the nineties, yeah. you just it. No one wants to watch a dramatic film with someone they don't like. You inherently sure. want to root for your main character, and as he 
more and more predominantly yeah. becomes not just a main character the main character like the only like leading person in most of these films that aren't rom-coms um inherently he has to transition away yeah. uh from that dickishness i find it interesting so you mentioned uh in describing the unified theory of hanks of course um that he kind of transitions from this these comic performances to like america's dad kind of thing and i in part wonder if his success at america's dad is because inherently all dads are dicks like, <laughs> i love them but look, dad's jokes you gotta admit they're kind of dickish <laughs> like there is something about father figures which are both uh like lovable uh, as an archetype but also something that, with, a, with a degree of edge right whereas mothers you know typically in kind of a communal understanding don't have that much edge to them as an image fathers do have a little you know they'll they'll put you down they're, they're the, the J from modern family kind of thing right like lovable but a dick Al yeah I know we've joked before yeah that this can turn into therapy uh-huh. But are you and your dad okay? No, my dad's fine. My dad's not a dick. But, at the, but you know, I've met your dad. He's lovely. Yeah, yeah, very nice man. Um, no, just as a like concept. Yeah, as yeah, a, no, as an not... archetype, dads are they're more you know at least in terms of how they see the media, they are more kind of you know they're they're, with the, they're in a, in films and stuff. They're the ones with the jokes. They're the ones who might put you down. They're the often in you know lots of films uh, if there's a, about a young person like the dad is the one people have to fight against. The dad is often the villain. You know the girlfriend's dad is the villain. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the degrees of that Tom Hanks has innately. He's often compared to Jimmy Stewart, who has a similar like a, a, in the terms of dick thing. I think Jimmy Stewart has a similar thing, right? He might be righteous. If you watch a film like um, Have you seen It's Wonderful Life? No. It's a really good film. Watch it this Christmas. But. Um, all the way through that, like he's meant to be like the nicest guy in the town, blah, blah blah. But he's also a dick all the way through it. Like, and I, I don't think those two things are innately contradictory. In fact, I think they give a a performance that a, a lot of people I think emotionally connect with, which I, I think is interesting. You're going to say something before I really? Uh, no, complete. Uh, no, I'm going to save it for later. Sure. However, having talked about these movies a little bit, the real reason we do this these episodes, yeah, is it gives us an opportunity to reflect. Mm-hmm. And maybe readjust. Sure. As we did last time, we are allowing ourselves to change one rating yes. in each category. So sure. You can change a film rating, you can change a Tom Hanks rating, and you can change a dick meter rating. Yeah. And stay tuned for potential updates to our Hanks Bank. But we'll get to that. Um, so this uh, film, uh, Tom Hanks and Dick Meter, can be from the 90s. It can be uh, from outside of that. Um, I think... I think the first the first one I'm definitely going to adjust um, because while I uh, very much thought it was very entertaining, um, he does not deserve a seven in You've Got Mail for Dick Meter. He simply does not, <laughs> considering the kinds of people we've seen him play. You know, murderers, torturers, yeah. people like that. Um, uh, as I've always joked, our introduction to Tom, uh, Tom Hanks is him physically assaulting a woman to flirt with him. Yeah. Um, he simply does not deserve to go that high off the scale That's in fair. You've Got Mail. Uh, I'm still going to give him a five in You've Got Mail because I do think he is very, yeah. very unnecessarily mean to this poor, poor Meg Ryan. Uh, but but he is not so wildly off the scale sure. that he's basically the worst so, person to ever exist. Obviously, in the dick meter, I, the highest one I give is seven degree mile, which... Yeah. Um, basically I feel like that was a heat of the moment that, decision. You say that, yes. On the one hand, was definitely the moment we were in an argument, but at the same time, yeah, he does kill people for a job. Um, I realised that no, you know, yeah, I'm, I am very morally opposed to the death penalty, and uh, just doing your job is not a good enough answer to kill people. So you're keeping so, that yeah. at seven. Keeping that at seven. Keeping that at seven. Okay. Uh, do you have- also? But I don't actually think he's. he's there are worse human beings he has played. But as we a are dick, just comparing him to yeah. other Tom Hanks. Hanks um, so is there one you absolutely definitely want to change uh, first? Um, in Forrest Gump, I gave him a minus five. In uh, Dick Meter. Yeah. Um... I don't think he's minus five. Like, <laughs> yeah, we basically... I mean, I can't change two he, of them, but that dick, would... Whether or not he intends to be a dick, and we give him... T- we, basically, we basically made yeah. him fucking Mother Teresa. Yes. <laughs> basically, like, if we're if we're describing the way the dick meter tends to work, the dick meter of all of them is the most nonsensical rating. Yes. And that it basically goes, zero is like you are a true neutral, yes. right? You're neither a dick, you're not good, you're probably a background character who doesn't really get to make any active decisions... Um, if you go above a zero, it tends to be, we think you have some degree of dickishness in your character. Like, uh, one might be, I don't know, you, you, uh, hid your child's toy 
for a laugh. And hey, it was funny, but also we think that's a dick. And a minus would need to be like you are... An active positive force. force. Right? So we think um, someone like... So for instance, uh, in Philadelphia, I believe I gave him a minus two. I basically have said that I think the character in Philadelphia is more of a dick than Forrest Gump. (laughs) And you know what? I just don't think that's true. So I'm going to move him up from a minus five and Forrest Gump to a minus one. A minus one? Okay. Because you you, you still think he's a positive force? I think he's a positive force, but... I think, A, most of his positivity is unintentional. And I also... So I'm not sure whether that it's done by decision. And I do think he makes Jenny's life tougher at times. Um, and whether intentional or not, you know, I'm sure he makes her sad occasionally. So, you know, I minus one. He's, he's, he's still a positive force. But I think the guy who took his former uh, business to court to sue them for, his, you know, dismissing him unlawfully over um, him having AIDS is... Uh, is it a little is, bit better? It's a bit better. Um, on the Tom Hanks, I've, I've got to change this sleepless in Seattle. I've given him a six. You have. Number, I've given, I've got, I've, I don't know, I'm looking at it. I feel I must have had that because Alyssa was in the room um, staring at me. He was, he was good in sleepless in Seattle. Do I think it was a career-defining, genre-bending performance uh, worthy of a higher-than-five rating? No. No, I do not. Um, I think I'm going to be pretty brutal and dropping down to a 4.5. Okay. Um, yeah, I, like, I, I don't know what was over me. I don't know what came over me. I don't even like rom-coms. Um, I think he's good in that, but he is sure. not transcendent. I think he's fine. Is there anything in his performances that you want to change? It can be no. Yeah, it is. Oh. Um, again, okay. uh, I'm going to drop him in Philadelphia down to a four. Um, Ooh, brutal from I a five to a four. Think it's the You're, most. Of, I would. Of his, I would of like his, to like, say. I would like to say. You are. You are saying. Yeah. That our dear Lord Tom Hanks. Yes. Has received two Oscars yeah. and one of them he didn't deserve. <laughs> I think he deserves. Uh, there are there are films he is in that I think, especially later in his career, which I think he probably deserved the Oscar for more than Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is somewhat subject matter and body's transformation, and I think that carries a lot of his performance. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think he's very good in it, but looking at his later stuff, I think it's more showy and less. Uh, it feels less thorough or developed than some of his later performance. Like even in Castaway, which I don't think I obviously didn't give like five or six. I I think it's a Similar level of body transformation. Yep. But I think the character, he he plays it more humanistically um, than what feels like a more stagey performance in Philadelphia to some extent. I, uh, it's potential that the script doesn't put enough emphasis on his character, and maybe it's the script's fault, but I would drop it to a four. Um, Which is still very good. Yep. I just don't think it's... Yeah, the- yeah absolutely. On film rating, I'm not changing anything. I back myself. I, I, I believe I have perfectly rated every single one of these films. I am infallible, mm-hmm. dear Alexander. I'm trying to delay, delay before I while you We've got to walk through the things which are standing out to me right now. Obviously, Toy Story, me giving that four. I mean, that's standing out to me right now, of course. Uh, I haven't rewatched it. I will rewatch it. Uh, it'd be asked to the listeners. The listeners have told me that I must rewatch it. At some yes, point, we put a t- I will poll be out on Twitter. It. it was 100% yeah. that you should rewatch I it. I will be rewatching it before Toy Story 3, so I can yeah. uh, reevaluate Toy Story 2 in the mean- uh, Toy Story 1 in the meantime. I gave Toy Story 2 a 5, which I almost want to budge up a bit. What? <laughs> oh, um, my goodness. Right. Streets of Philadelphia. That was a really good music video. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you get to do to Philadelphia five out of five. Sure. So I'm, I am going to, for now. I, to me, there's one glaring one. I don't think you. I don't think Philadelphia should be a six. I mean, you, you've got Philadelphia six there, and you've already dropped. I mean, but I can only change one. That's you can only change one. This is, this is the. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the, the pay. Can I ask the question? When I come back to Toy Story later, am I allowed to change it again after rewatching it? Yeah, uh, yes, but uh, you are not allowed to change it right now. I will say if you you cannot. If so we going, I can't do what I want to, which is give it a three. Oh my god! Oh, I hate you. I mean, you can, but I fucking Wait, hate you. One second, let me think, because I, I think you're fair about Philadelphia, um, but I also uh, there are a lot of things I want to drop. <laughs> There's a lot of things you want to drop. Okay. One sec. Um, I want to push up. No, I really like Philadelphia. Um, 
Come on. I'm going to... Come on, I've got to push you for an answer here. Okay, okay, Ba-dum, okay. Sleepless in Seattle is a six. Sleepless in Seattle is a six. Yeah, I really love that film. Look, I, look, I can't help but feel that you are just hoping to win some brownie points uh-huh. with your girlfriend uh-huh. in 14 weeks' time after you sh- I basically abused her to her face by telling her her favourite movie, You've Got Mail, is only okay. Sure, uh, so you're sure, trying to, to sure, win back sure. some brownie points. I mean, if you want, I can go back and give Toy Story a two. Oh, but, um, I will, I will uh, stick with Super Look, this will be worse than Splashgate, and I will fight you. <laughs> um, so... Uh, you've shifted... Wait, what did you just do? Oh, sorry, I'm looking at I moved Sleeps in Seattle from 5 to 6. Yes, right. I've updated that on the spreadsheet. So, for anyone who cares, uh, which is maybe two of you, sure. um, here are our... Over- Before we get to our Hanks Banks, sure. uh, here are our overall averages so far for everything, not just the 90s. So, for me, uh, films are running at a 2.9 average, which is not that good. Um, Tom Hanks is running at a 3.7, and the Dick Meter is running at a 2.3. Uh, this is overall. This is overall over everything. Um, sure. But actually, that's still a, that's that is an improvement from where we were before. Oh the 90s. yeah, absolutely. It's, dro- think, it's dropped by like a whole one. And I still think we're gonna. I reckon it'll creep to a three right at the end. Um, and then for you, uh, your film average is three point three. Your um, Tom Hanks average is three point four, and your Dick Meter average is two point nine. So you have a higher Dick Meter. I have a higher Tom Hanks, uh, and you have a higher film rating. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting that. You seem to like the films more, but I seem to like Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks more, more yeah. uh, in those films, um, which is an interesting dichotomy. Now, our Hanks Banks. Yeah, I'm trying to go through what I've put in my Hanks Banks this period. So, Steve's in Seattle, we both right. have. Yeah, I can, I can Let's put walk, you, Can you walk us through, walk, walk where through we are? our entire Hanks Banks? Sure. So, my current Hanks Bank has Happy Days, mm-hmm. Volunteers, sure. Nothing in Common, Big, uh, Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> Is the first five, and sure. then so that's the first five which were before 1993. Yeah. I then add seven between 1993 Jeez. and 2000, uh, which is for, sli- for films which you know again you're even your rating there is still 3.7. You don't you don't overwhelmingly love this whole catalog. Where seven is a lot out of 15. Yep, um, seven out of 14. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, Toy Story, Saving Private Ryan, Toy Story three, Toy Story two. Sorry. Spoiler alert, Toy Story 3 is probably also going to go in my hangs bank. Just, but, yeah. Um, I'm, sure, Jamie. Um, I'm not going to put it in yet. Um, I still think the ones I'm most surprised about are that the Green Mile and Castaway didn't end up. Both of those didn't end up in my um, in my hangs bank. I I would have expected before re-watching them that at least one of them, if not both of them, would have. Sure. Um, your hangs bank has He Knows You're Alone. Brilliant of course. Great. Terrible. Genius. I um, see what people love, people don't. Splash. Nothing yeah. in common. Uh, big. A League of Their Own, Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, Saving Private Ryan, Toy Story 2, and Castaway. So we both had actually the same number of things in our hands. Yeah. Like we both had five um, uh, previous we, to... Um, did I say I wanted in the last... The last time we did this, did I say I wanted to get rid of nothing in common? That's what you said last time. Now, Alexander... Yeah. You seem to have not decided yet. But can I... Sure, but... Can, so... Well, well, no, but... but Keely Alexander, yeah. we did vote. We so we we put up we put yeah, out yeah. A, uh, a Twitter poll that said, should we be able to uh, change things in a hangout? Sure. People said yes. However, there must be a forfeit. Sure. On the last episode, yeah. I said that forfeit must be you must write a poem yes. explaining your decision. Sure. You seem undecided, which makes me question whether you've written your I, poem. Well, I had forgo- a I had forgotten that <laughs> we hadn't already taken out nothing. Come on, I can't remember what film it was. So apologies for that. Um, so, but that would mean I could remove two today if I can do the poems. Okay, that's fine. Uh, um, oh, okay. Haiku is a poem. I can do haikus pretty easily. Okay, if, if you want to remove... T- I mean, you can add things in as well. Don't forget. No, I'm definitely removing nothing in common. I can do that now. Okay. Do you, Would you like to... Um, well, firstly, ruin all the suspense. Yes, you sure. would like to ruin all the suspense. Yes, sorry. Um, oh, every, um, t- every time. You set would, things up and I'm just yes. knocking down way too early. Yes, um... Well, I have a poem yeah, ready. Do you want to go first? So, yeah, and you sure. can both listen and write. I'm great at doing those two things. Yes. Just know that though my eyes may not be meeting yours, my ears are listening to your eyes. They better be, because I'm very proud of this poem. Okay. Long, long ago, mm-hmm. some might say once upon a time, there was a film about stand-up I considered truly mine. I talked it about it for hours. I did not whine. I am, of course, speaking of punchline. That, in my Hanks Bank, did not go. 
And I might say, oh no, that was a mistake, this opportunity I must take to fix the wrongs of the past and change my thoughts from a previous podcast. However, despite my love of stand-up comedy, Punchline is not going in my Hanks bank, I say that honestly. Yes, I did just rhyme comedy with honestly. I'm such a good wordsmith. You are, honestly, the next poet laureate of this United Kingdom. Oh, you say that now. There's still at least two more verses to this podcast. There is another potentially grave error. When Alyssa gave me a great terror, on that episode she did haggle and convinced me to like Sleepless in Seattle. (gasps) A movie that is essentially about a stalker. Should that be in my Hanks bank, come hell or high water? You monster! Fear not, dear Alyssa. Thank God. Listening 14 weeks from now. Mm -hmm. Sleepless in Seattle is safe. Unfurrow your brow. Thank God. For we all know the decision I must rectify. (laughs) And I'll say it proudly, I'll testify. For ultimately, I do have to face it. Volunteers was quite racist. That's right, I shall no longer be accused of being like Jacob Rees-Mogg, and I will say it more eloquently than him too. Go ahead, call me a demagogue. I just got the word demagogue in my fucking poem, That is pretty impressive, are you? I have to accept my decision may have been tainted. We'd watched so many films I truly hated. (laughs) But that's no excuse. I have to be frank. If I remove volunteers, I will have a better Hank's Bank. Well done. I thought that was really good. That Thank was you. Far above the quality of what I'm going to give yes, you. Yes, yeah, no, I know that's because one. you've written it while I'm sure. writing mine. Uh, um, I, so, yes, I am removing volunteers. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. I did enjoy it, but I have to accept probably quite a problematic yeah. film. And uh, as much as it's very funny to me to uh, continue bringing that up, mm. um, it, it doesn't deserve to be <laughs> in my hang tag. And I think it's genuinely a case of. We genuinely had watched so many bad films Mm. and I was so depressed that anything that was even slightly good um, seemed incredible to me. But now with with the benefit of hindsight, Mm -hmm. uh, I I cannot in good faith put volunteers alongside fucking (laughs) Toy Story and Forrest Gump. It would not be right of me. Uh, now you, you you have a poem. Yes, uh, this is my first one. Um, yes, I'm obviously I wanted to get rid of the last one, so imagine I can also, if I wanted to, remove a second one this week. Um, App- apparently so. Well, you know. Um, one second, should I find out? You're just trying. What are you doing? What are I'm you just quickly ch- Okay, we'll do the first one, then I will quickly check again through my list to see if there's another one I want to remove very quickly. But nothing in common, comedy and drama film. I now see it's shit. <laughs> I hate. I love. I really enjoyed that film. I, I genuinely. Not. Looking back, I like. I dislike that more. I like. I can understand it's probably a very important film in terms of um, like reevaluating uh, Tom Hanks as a more dramatic performer. But for me, that is the one where I think a similar case to you in Volunteers. I've been through a long stretch of films not my Hanks bank, and I wanted to. Um, uh, I, I wanted to give something in there. Yeah, but I. So anyone who hasn't listened to it, um, yeah, it was a comedy drama about uh, Tom Hanks's uh, life falling apart, basically with his parents getting divorced and him having to look after both of them. I really liked it. I thought it was a really good fusion of comedy and drama. It also had our favourite scene we've ever yeah. seen, which was um, Tom Hanks and his on-screen father having an argument about their dicks. How how can that not go in your Hanks bank? Um, how how could it not? Yeah, uh, I mean, you're right. That one scene is maybe makes the entire movie. Um, look, that scene I liked. I the comedy did not hit for me, and the drama also just didn't hit. And there are many more films which I feel do a similar thing in the eighties, which I much prefer. And Fair enough. Was, um, I've seen you counting on your hands, trying to figure out syllables. So clearly I'm also you trying want... to figure out. I was basically trying to decide whether or not I want to put mazes and monsters in my hands back. <laughs> You know what? what? I, I feel I feel anyone who goes to film school and talks about Tom Hanks needs to watch that film to really understand Tom Hanks. Like, but I, at the same time, I'm trying to decide, and I, I think I believe this is true. I genuinely think, like, if you call yourself a Tom Hanks fan, go back, find a copy of Mazes and Monsters, watch it. 
But I'm not sure it's going to save humanity, so I can't put it in there. So I will, I will keep that out for now. I'm not putting. Thank fucking in. god! You I quite made a later literally date. I made gave. A later date. You quite literally gave Tom Hanks a zero in his performance. In I that. think you need to see. You Tom gave him a him. zero because he's so bad. I actually gone back and made that lower. He was so bad in that film. He was, and I. Again, anyone who hasn't listened to that episode, a listen to it because it's it's a bonkers film. Oh, it's- but go to YouTube, search Tom Hanks' best scene ever. It and is the just, best scene ever. And just see... It's better than the dick scene. The, the worst fucking acting you will ever see in your life. It is, um, yeah, truly hysterical. So, for this week, Mazes and Monsters remains out in the cold, out of your Hanks bag, and alone, where it fucking deserves to be. Boo! Now, I teased it a little bit earlier. Yeah. We've got a big announcement. Mm-hmm. Can I have a drum roll, please? Generally, the drum roll has to stop before. Oh, okay, let's try that again. So, when you've seen announcements. Give me like a gesture. Like okay, a, like a hand no, no, gesture no, no. when it's No, but I do, I do need to sincerely ask you this question now. Yes. When you see announcements where they have a drum roll, do you ever see them just talk loudly over the drums? Sometimes a little bit, and then, then they normally stop before the end. Um, you know, they, they start saying, and the winner is. And there's a little dramatic pause. Okay. So, yeah. And the big announcement is. Al is moving to Canada. I didn't get to announce that. You did. Yes. Um, <laughs> what, you, what? You knew it was happening. You could have easily stopped me at any point. What, I wasn't going to make any other fucking true. announcement. That's true. You knew what was coming up. I have um, been for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah listen, so, I hate to tell you, we actually announced this back in, I think, probably episode 12. Yes, yeah, yeah. Less than that even. Yes, um, uh, and then we had to stop recording. Because, delete the beginning. Delete the beginning and re-record because um, you, uh, you hadn't told your job yet. Yes, um, I now have. Yes, you now have, so we are safe to say that, uh, yes, you are moving to Canada in the new year. Um, Now, obviously, our listeners are going to have a lot of questions, and we Mm. will answer that. But before that, uh, I have a question, uh, and it's for you. Okay. Why do you hate me? I don't hate you. We've we've spent this entire month being so happy that the podcast is going so well. And you're about to throw it all down the fucking tube. Honestly, so for dear listeners who are... The podcast um, will be continuing, firstly. The podcast will not be ending. We have been uh, spending our Sundays uh, recording two episodes a day. Yes. Uh, We've been stocking up on uh, some uh, minisodes. Yes, so that's uh, that's essentially what's going to happen. We've got uh, two more episodes. Yeah. uh, Which will be Band of Brothers next week and Road to Perdition the week after. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'll take a pause before Catch Me If You Can. Sure. Uh, and then we're doing a series of 10 minisodes because not sure. only are you moving to Canada, you're also traveling across Canada for three fucking months, yeah. making it impossible to record a podcast. Um, so we're taking other Tom Hanks media. We're going to have an episode on David S. Pumpkins for yeah. you. We're going to have an episode on his uh, Desert Island Discs for you. We're going to have an episode on his Inside the Actors Studio interview. We're going to have an episode on uh, his, his him appearing in the Carly Rae Jepsen video. It's going to be a great I, fun... I still think we should do a full one and a half hour episode on the Kylie Rae Jepsen video. If we did it on uh, Streets of Philadelphia, I really want to do a full hour and a half on Kylie Rae Jepsen. Because unlike Streets of Philadelphia, he is in that one. Okay. That mini-sode might be slightly longer, longer. but yes. Uh, Normally in, they're 30 yeah, minutes long. Yeah, they're going to be about 30 minutes long. It's going to be a little bit looser. We will still be deciding whether things go on our hangs bank. It's still going to be us being our lovely silly selves, because yes. frankly, if you're listening to this podcast for our genuine, serious film criticism... You're doing it God. fucking wrong. I mean, go. Oh, I mean, man, God, thank you so God much. Power to no, you, but, uh, you're doing God's work there, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, in as, as people who are long-time listeners to the show, when we uh, listen, we record lots of episodes back-to-back, um, it kills us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why oh. we are uh, doing these mini-sodes, yeah. making it a little bit more fun, making it a yes. little bit more... Um, uh, le- less less straining on yeah. our friendship just if, before you leave. If you ever wondered this, uh, this is obviously afterwards. Why we sounded at the end of the Green Mile? Why like we wanted to murder each other? Uh, that was because we had another episode to record afterwards, um, and we were both very upset at that fact. Yes, um, we were both like, dear God. Yes, so um, uh, we've yeah. got two more regular episodes, yeah. uh, and then we've got these uh, run of ten minisodes, yeah. and then we'll be back. 
uh, probably around can. about March yeah. uh, with Catch Me If You Can. Uh, we hope you stick around through the minisodes. They will be great fun. But if you uh, just want the sure. regular format, we completely understand that. We'll be back in March. Sure. Still download the episode. Yeah, still right. download. You I'm, don't not have to you, I'm not letting you off here, all right? You're going to continue my spree of crime after I've left London, all right? Guess what? Turns out those moped thieves, yeah, led by me. I was downloading the podcast before it even began. That's right. And you will continue this. I'm Fagan. You are <laughs> all Oliver Twist. And you are going to steal phones and download it and then return it to his wife. Owners, that's right. We're not here to profit off crime, all right. We're here just to make the world better. I'm Extinction Rebellion, and your people on the tube came really frustrated with us. <laughs> uh, I mean, you cannot listen. Yeah, considering how many people podcast. I assume listen on their commute, your people who are getting frustrated <laughs> us on the tube probably quite yeah. accurate. Um, yeah, and then uh, we'll be uh, back into it with yeah. Catch Me If You Can, which I believe should be uh, will be reinvigorated we're, we're now. I I don't know if you uh, feel this, Al, mm. um, but not... Uh, I'm, of course, going to miss you greatly. Yeah, um, but uh, not that I don't love doing this every week. Yeah. I'm excited for a few months of not watching Tom Hanks' oh, based media. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I felt it a little bit in Castaway where I was just like... Fuck it, it's just Tom. I can't, I can't I watch even anything escape. else. It is it's just, just Tom Hanks. Here's what normally happens in the week, and I will break this down for you. Normally, like... When we record our best episodes, it'll be like Sunday, 11.31-ish or whatever. We watch it, that's fine. I maybe watch it that morning or Saturday night. Typically what then happens, if we're try- especially if we're trying to get ahead, we'll need to record the next episode by Wednesday. Normally that means that Alyssa, who's very kindly put up with a lot of Tom Hanks stuff on the Sunday, gets to watch her stuff on Monday night and Sunday night, which means I need to... Uh, and then I'm normally out on a Tuesday or maybe out on the Monday, whatever. Basically what it means is I have to attempt to watch the film either very late on a Tuesday night or typically at my lunch at work the day of Wednesday. I then come in. Jamie's like, oh, you only watched it today. And I'm like, it's been two days in between. <laughs> God, you son of a bitch. So it'd be nice to have a bit more time. We also won't be doubling down on so many episodes. So yes, yeah. We'll, we'll have we'll, more time to write funny things like we did at the beginning when yes, we had time. Oh, oh, you be ready for that Catch Me If You Can episode. That's going to be oh, seven songs, honestly, four apology letters. If it's going to be... I wouldn't be surprised that thing will be four hours long in two <laughs> It's just going to be us up, catching up. It may be our first two-part episode. Um, <laughs> I'm just sit there for a very long time. I mean... I'm, it's also going to yeah. be the episode where you read out your um, at least 50-page novella in yeah, an, of an apology letter sure. for moving for to fucking Canada. Canada. I'll do it as a diary form. It's like every day I'll write a DJ, but I'm sorry I've moved. Yes, um, so... Um, I'm going to get you... Uh, here's the thing, though. I know you're going to yeah. miss talking to me. So I'm going to I'm gonna get you something. So when... Uh, and I'm going to have it for the last episode record here. Okay. So uh, when you are uh, away from me and you need someone to look at, I will have, I will have something for you. Um, okay, you realise for our listeners that will be the episode that releases the week before Catch yes. Me If You Can. Oh yeah, <laughs> so it's going to be nothing to them. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, we're be like, oh, three months I'm not going to see you. And they're going to be like, what the fuck? Are gonna no, 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 no. I'm going to. Oh no, so I'm going to do it on the last full episode. So the last full episode. So two episodes time. Road to yes, edition. I will give you cool. that gift. Fingers crossed. And if not, I will give it to you over Christmas. And then you will reveal what it is uh, in Catch Me If You Can. As <laughs> always, with gifts coming from me, they may come on time, they may come months yes, late. Yes, they may come months, months late. So, you know, the, the heart is still there. But um, yes, uh, to summarise, there's going to be a little bit of a transitionary period for us. Yes. We hope those... Well, we've recorded some of those episodes yeah, yeah. already. A little, little peek behind the yeah. curtain. We, uh, yeah, we've been yeah. real fucking working our nuts off. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've been thanks. doing... Typically, not this week, but we've been doing at least two full episodes a week. And, then and occasionally like another small one. Yeah. We've been averaging about three three episodes a week. Um and somehow we're still uh, we're still managing. And we're still friends. We're still friends. Sometimes we need like an hour afterwards before we talk to each other again. Yeah. But yeah, we're still friends. Um so yeah. We hope you stick with us through those minisodes. If you don't, we completely understand, yeah. but still please download the episodes. You don't have to listen to them, but download oh, no. them, because otherwise we're going to be sad. I, I, I think what? you are understanding this. I think these episodes are really They funny. are good fun. And because they are 30 minutes, we just go in on Tom Hanks and his weirdest. They are specifically Tom Hanks at his weirdest. Yes. And us at our, like... What Loopiest. we basically do is put a 30-minute timer up on my TV, and we are working under that time constraint. Uh, so it's bringing the energy before episode into 30 minutes and me screaming about David S. Pumpkins being a shelly son of a bitch. <sighs> I'm going to miss you, Al. I'm going to miss you too. But I'm going to talk more about that in the, the last full episode. <laughs> gonna, uh, right now, I, I, I'm in the bath and I'm singing my normal... I think everyone has this. You have like a kind of playlist of songs you sing 
uh, you sing while you're in the shower as a you know a bad to average singer yes yeah. um, of course uh, and one of which is uh, the Oasis song Half the World Away and now every time I get to that song I just start crying in the shower good, good, so good. I can't write it. as of this episode I refuse to contemplate uh, me not me recording every... but anyway yeah I, uh, I just uh, weep in the shower going things are gonna <laughs> get better <laughs> but I will be back uh, in the UK hopefully around August assuming I get invited to a wedding which I've been told I'm invited to fingers crossed um, but regardless I'll show oh, up in August so, so, so look forward to that episode where we record at, at our wedding. friend's wedding <laughs> oh uh, goodness we will so, record an episode in person during that period I'm sure we will um, so <laughs> with that uh, obviously do all the things Al said stay your friend's phone you can follow do us it. you can follow Tweet us about at us. tell your friends I want you to tell your mum you want to know why because your mum's always better than you at getting stuff out there and telling your nan about it that's right tell your mum tell your dad uh, I want you to go to the corner shop buy a bottle of Buck Fizz uh, a Buck not Buck Fizz Buck Fast um, and then go you know what this would really go to and then tell the cashier about Hank's Bank alright maybe we should make some stickers so people can put them up all around London in my absence I don't know what else can people do Jamie uh, follow us at Jamie P. Lockson at Al underscore C's underscore stuff um, I've uh, started to uh, express political opinions on Twitter it's going oh, very well shit. for me uh, you've got started to express political opinions on the podcast too yes yeah, yeah. but uh, I'm, I'm obviously taking that yeah brand which so I've cultivated on the in, podcast in, and extending of it course, to of course. Um, in, to Twitter as well in the kind of show of fairness I will also express uh, fuck Boris Johnson and uh, why dear god why can I not vote for the SNP in England uh, I miss Scotland I miss Scotland I didn't like the SNP when I was in Scotland but now living in England I miss him and uh, Joe Swinson need to look into her more I hate Jeremy Corbyn Moving yeah, forward. I've, I've, I've checked. I think this actually comes out about two days before the election. Yeah, so so uh, this is going to be a real vote. depressing fight. Let me swing your vote by saying, uh, find out who your local... If you're, make sure to vote, sons of bitches. Find out who your local, who the people running are. And if you don't know who to vote based on party, look up the opinions and voting habits of the individual uh, people and vote for the person who's voted um, in ways you find most... you are happiest with. If you don't hate everyone else. From me, Jamie, and my traitor of a co-host, Al, that's one more ep in the bank. So what if the Lib Dems raised to a shing freeze? <laughs> Please stop. Hank's Bank.